When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Friday, May 28th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, elderly trouser dribble, plus cute and sassy designer rape prevention accessories. I'm just here to be your toxic slam party bitch and human cheese crumbles. All this was your voicemails today on DV. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show. Your stripes. Okay. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show, Your Stripes Movement to Support Hiring Vets. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show, Your Stripes Movement to Support Okay. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I'm I'm Floyd I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show, Your Stripes Movement to Support Hiring Vets. Go to the show, yourstripes.org. Go to the show, yourstripes.org. Go to show your stri- go to show your stripes.org. Go to show your stripes.org. A website a website that connects veterans with employees and helps businesses. Okay. The website that connects veterans with employers and helps businesses find candidates with the best training. I'm Floyd. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? Welcome to one eight hundred asshole. How dare you? I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy. Hey, Freaks, Tim back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great program for you today. You know, I love awful as seen on TV products. I think my favorite of all time would have to be probably the Euro Club, which is not some high-end exotic nine iron or something. No, no, it's a fake golf club you piss into. I guess this thing exists because most people who play golf are like super old and have weak bladders. Still, the idea behind this product that you just urinate while standing on the green is bonkers cuckoo crazy bananas. I've got the commercial here just to refresh your memory in case you don't remember the Euro Club spelled U-R-O. Drink a lot of water. I really have to go. People are waiting to tee off and there's no restroom out here. Guys, how many times has this happened to you? Come on, you know you can't hold it in that long. Don't worry, I've got the perfect gift. The video that accompanies this is a a man uh, walking over to the trees hidden on the golf course where he can uh, take a piss in private. I've got the perfect gift for you. It's the gift of euthanasia. You've outlived your usefulness. You can't go two hours without having to pee. There's no quality of life there. 
Let's put you out of your misery. I've got the perfect gift for you. Eternal slumber. Introducing the Euro Club, the discreet sanitary solution for your urgent relief. Okay. I have a hard time believing this is sanitary. You're literally pissing down the shaft of the club. How do you clean that out? Created by a board-certified urologist, it looks like an ordinary golf club, but it contains a special reservoir built into the grip to relieve yourself. Yeah, so there's like a cap on the top that you just unscrew, and then you you jam your dick down, I guess, and you let your hog drain. To relieve yourself, the Euro Club comes with a special towel to keep your privacy, and it appears to everyone that you're just checking out your club. No, it does not appear that way. If, if I saw someone holding a towel over his club up against his crotch, I would think he was masturbating. He's just a pervert. It doesn't look natural at all. Furthermore, the dude's not even stepping away. He's like, he's right on the course, out in the open. He has no shame. At first, it seems comical. But believe me, when you really have to go, it's a lifesaver. I don't know. I, you know, I'm pee shy as it is. I can't imagine being outside with other people playing golf, balls flying around. No. Sanitary, leak-proof, easy to clean, and no more embarrassing moments in the bush. Apparently, it's it's easy to clean. Dramatically improve your golf scores for only $49.95. <laughs> and when you order now... That's a bold claim. I'll get a second Euro Club for half price. That's two for only $74.92. It holds four games worth of urine. That's a lot of elderly trouser dribble. Yeah, that, that one is one of my favorite as-seen-on-TV products. I have a new one for you today. It's new to me, anyway. Uh, this was posted in our Discord. Thank you very much, Tim T, for finding it. You know how uh, women are, like, weak and easily scared and can't defend themselves? Boy, they would not do well in the wild. Oh, I'm just kidding, but seriously. Women have to uh, look out for themselves. It's, it's scary. Guys are assholes. Especially, you know, when it's late at night and you're walking to your car, you're wearing those provocative outfits, just basically asking for it. Guys, it's important for new listeners to know that I am not a monster. I'm just, jo- I'm joking around. I don't want anything to do with women. And not because I'm some sort of incel nice guy. Honey, I'm full-blown gay, okay? I love dick. Society has agreed that I'm allowed to talk like that to women. Where are my bitches at? Come on, you stupid sluts, lighten up. I verbally assault you for 40 minutes, and then we all go out to brunch and get drunk. It's one of the many perks of being a careless fairy. All right, so uh, here we go. I've got a clip here for an as-seen-on-TV product. This is called the Style Screamer. Listen carefully. That's the sound of your car key's panic button. It's so common, you ignore it. If that panic button was caused by a real attack, you'd be ignored. And that could be dangerous. There's got to be a better way. Now, there's Style Screamer. If I was a woman, I would be offended by the name of this product alone. It sort of sounds like a good idea so far, right? This thing is designed to keep women safe from being harassed, assaulted, or attacked. But do you think, like, ladies will only use it if it looks cute? Not everything has to be pink and glittery. A style screamer. Pair it with your fashion mace. As if women are like, you know what? I'm going to leave my anti-rape device at home because it doesn't go with anything I'm wearing. Why can't my brass knuckles come in fun and flirty colors? 
All right, uh, back to the commercial here. Now there's Style Screamer, and I promise you no one will ever ignore this sound. Just attach the Style Screamer to your keys or purse, and when you feel threatened, simply pull the tassel. What's a joke? What's a joke? What's a joke? What's a joke? The confusing sounds of an angry black woman screaming pussy juice over and over will disorient your attacker, giving you enough time to flee. No, unfortunately, this device does not scream pussy juice over and over. And when you feel threatened, simply pull the tassel. I'm sorry. If I was in my house and I heard that that sound coming from outside, I would open up my window and scream, Take care of your fucking baby! Shut it up! No one wants to hear your cunt turd at 11.30 at night. Clamp its little mouth onto your titty or something. It does not sound like a woman screaming. It's a baby, right? What's great is the very next line of the commercial. All right, so we're, we're showing you how the product works. It screams. Style Screamer, stylish design. And we're right back to talking about how pretty it looks. By the way, check out the chapter artwork or featured image over there at distortedview.com. It, it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look high class. It's cheap looking. It's got sparkles and glitter and a tassel hanging from it. Like a tassel kids have on their fucking graduation caps. Apparently, it goes with everything. Guaranteed to get the attention you need in seconds. Are we still talking about the fashion here? Your style screamer will really turn heads. Where'd you get that really cute key fob that's Navajo Indian inspired? Because of the fringe, I don't, I don't know what I'm looking at, but it screams style. It's not a key fob. It's a style screamer. So I don't get violently fucked on the hood of my car late at night in a parking lot. Perfect for isolated parking lots or garages. Or, you know, if you're just home trying to rest and your husband is all like spooning with you and rubbing his cock up against your ass crack and you just don't want any part of it because it has been a day. No longer do you need to muster up the strength to say you have a headache. Just blast this in his ear. He'll get the picture. I was wondering how much the style screamer costs. I would assume 1995, right? But wait, order now and you'll also receive coochie cuffs. Put that pussy in lockdown. No one gets in unless they've got the keys. That's not a bad idea, actually. Uh, in reality, uh, style screamer costs only $10. And they still pull that, you know, if you order now, we'll throw in a second style screamer. And obviously they're making a profit on this product, which means it's got to cost about a buck fifty to, to manufacture. My theory is they just use the same shell as one of those handheld fart sound effect machines, bedazzled the fuck out of it, and changed the recorded sound from a fart to a baby screaming. Boom. There's your style screamer. Oh, wait. We almost forgot the couture tassel. That's the style screamer, everybody. Uh, also from the Discord, that one German guy posted an interesting video. He said, uh, here's another chance at losing 50% of your subs. I'm interested. I'm always willing to gamble. 
He was referring to uh, that time many years ago when I played audio of a uh, bunny being crushed in a fetish video. And look, I wasn't trying to gross you guys out, especially you animal lovers. You know I love animals. I've got many. But I had never heard a rabbit scream before. And I'm all about interesting audio. And maybe this kind of crossed the line into gore, but I kind of thought it was DV worthy. Now, there was a swift reaction. Uh, Many people were unhappy with me, but then like a weird thing happened. The Bunny Crush audio became a thing. Listeners were submitting remixes with Bunny Crush sounds, or at least let's not say Bunny Crush, Bunny Screaming. And to be perfectly fair, I've, I've since seen a lot of videos where bunnies scream. They're very easily scared. And boy, do they scream loud. You know what? They should use the audio of a bunny screaming for the style screamer. That would freak out perps. that was submitted in the discord isn't as bad as the bunny crush audio i feel do you like how i'm justifying playing this before we even get into the audio this is just a cat a cat being dumb on its own cats do screwy shit all the time i don't trust cats they're weird i don't you know you can never really tell what's going on in their mind obviously more of a dog person anyway in this clip there are some girls some young girls Performing in front of the camera, I you know how girls are. They're, they're doing their hair and stuff. They look the same. Not really. You wanna? Yeah, it's tired. what is Milo doing? One of the girls uh, says, "Hey, what's my cat up to, Milo? I hear some rustling. Apparently, Milo is strangling himself with a lampshade. He oh, wants Milo. to end it. <gasps> Milo's in the lamp. My cat laughing right now. It's cute. In the lamp. <laughs> Holy shit, is that the cat screaming? The one's like, Aah! He's so- Oh my god, I've never heard a cat sound so human. Apparently you just have to torture it to get those sounds to come out. No, uh, it should be noted that the cat is okay. I mean, not this second in the video, but ultimately the cat lived. By the end, it it it's freed, so it's okay to laugh at this. <laughs> What you're hearing are these three little girls running to the lamp, pushing the lamp down, trying to get the cat out. The cat's freaking out. I'm just loving all of the commotion. And I love seeing little children in distress, crying and screaming. Oh, like a white noise machine for me. I'd like to go to sleep to that. pandemonium yeah finally the cat is freed runs away wants nothing to do with that goddamn lamp anymore that's for sure oh that was amazing audio thank you so much also got to say thanks to tyler soros rex in the discord he provided a link to an x tube profile thought it might be fun to read what this gentleman is up to his name is Hole for hiv pause he's 47 years old a virgo 
and most definitely get you know what instead of me reading his profile i think i gotta call in the big guns ladies and gentlemen cheryl murkowski reads an x2 profile hold for his pause biohazard 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 emerging switch toxic juices raw toxic cum vl breed bear his pause slam aids tea i'm sorry cheryl i have to interrupt here this sounds a lot like beat poetry doesn't it switch toxic juices raw toxic cum breed and bear hiv pause slam aids tchem i like it all toxic cum virus raw and toxic cum Breed, bear, HIV, and HIV-2. I like to slam, slam, suck. AIDS, TCHEMS, and fuck. Gangbangs, looking to be your toxic slam party bitch. Blonde, short hair with hazel eyes, looking for mostly uncut guys. Party time, looking for fun. Loads of charge, come. I want to be your toxic cum slut. You want to see me? I will be performing in coffee houses all around the Midwest. You'll be able to spot me. I'll be wearing a beret. All right. I'm sorry, Cheryl. Let's continue on. Looking to be your toxic slam party, bitch. I'm looking for horny tops with a VL AIDS strains. I need more AIDS. Pump me your toxic juice in my heels and give me your toxic blood for my fiends looking for other nasty raunchy toxic men to breed each other and exchange our dirty strains back and forth and do some videos Bowie and MD area minutes from Washington DC and Baltimore MD area just a simple barebacking slut that breathes and indulges in promiscuous nasty dirty bug swapping strains with other dot 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 okay normal don't kink shame him there's a couple things I want to point out I don't know what like 50% of what he's saying is I don't know what VL AIDS strains are very large virally loaded it could be either because the very next line after he wants uh, VL AIDS strains is I need more AIDS pump me with your toxic juices in my holes and give me your toxic blood for my veins the other thing that I found fascinating is that um, in addition to HIV positive he also likes HIV too, which I had no idea was a real thing. And if you recall, many years ago, I was doing a stupid bit. It was a commercial for a product uh, based on my pillow called My Krusty Panties. I think I was reading a story about a service where ladies would wear their crusty panties and send them to you. In the bit, 
there was another commercial for a law firm looking for people who have suffered because of my crusty panties, a la mesothelioma. Have you or a loved one ordered panties from MyCrustyPanties.com? If you've licked, chewed, or sucked clean a My Crusty Panty, call the Levinch Group today. Jennifer's discharge is loaded with hepatitis C, chlamydia, syphilis, meningitis, womanagitis, cochlear fungus benetine, HIV-1, HIV-2, the AIDSening, HIV-3, the directed DVD illness that's way worse than HIV-1 or 2. If you've experienced any adverse symptoms since chewing on panties with dried up snatch sludge on them... Call the Levinge Group now. You may be entitled to substantial compensation for your very gross fetish and even worse decision-making skills. Guys, did I will HIV-2 into existence? I have never heard HIV-2 mentioned anywhere else. If I have that much power, if I wield so much cosmic energy, we should all be fearing the upcoming AIDSening. Even more scary is HIV-3 is on the horizon. Other parts of this guy's profile that Cheryl did not read include the turn-on section. Uh, he's into AIDS. Duh. <laughs> kind of guessed that. Uh, PNP, raunch, smokers. Oh, gross. I was on board <laughs> until I found out he's a smoker. Uh, he also likes to get recharged with HIV, of course, making my HIV stronger. This dude's on a real power trip. I find it interesting that he says that he's gay and he, you know, he's, he's all about just getting loaded up. But when it comes to sexual accessories, he's into clit stimulators. He is a very complex man. I have something else really vile and disgusting to share with you, but I feel like we need a bit of a palate cleanser. Just a little breather before we get back into the smuttiness of it all. Uh, Chris Chan is back. I'm sorry, Christine. Chandler is back. Longtime internet dwellers will remember Chris Chan. Uh, he's the creator of Sonic Chew. A few years ago, he decided that uh, he was trans. That really gave me tranny baby fever. Oh, I hope to God Christine Chandler never gets tranny baby fever. She would not make a great mom. Anyway, it's been a while since Christine has been around. Just today, though, she posted a new video. Where she sings. I'll be your mirror if that's what you want. In case you don't know, I'll be the wind, the rain, and the sunset, the light on your door to show that you're home when you think the night has seen your mind. Christine, for those of you that don't know, is um, while she's trans, uh, previously a man, now a woman, she is also a lesbian. God knows what she's singing here. Some folk bullshit. She's part of the Indigros Girls. Supposedly, this is a cover of Velvet Underground's I Will Be Your Mirror. Cause I see you. Oh, you think I don't know you? I look inside you as you look inside me and find yourself. Your body language, your thoughts and insight. If you're scared of me, scared of you, you have truths to face. I find it hard to okay. you don't know. Don't take this the wrong way, Christian, because I'm glad that you are who you feel you are. 
But I miss the days of you fucking your sex doll and screaming the name of the woman that you were in love with. Yeah, Julie. Julie. Mm. 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 Oh, yeah, Julie. I'm, uh, I'm ready to go. Julie. 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 This was supposed to be a palate cleanser. The last thing I wanted to share with you today before we get into the news, I'm so sorry to do this to you, freaks. This is another supposedly real-life sex story. You know, people are into all sorts of weird things. Uh, How about cheese play? Cheese play is when a couple get together and exchange genital smegma and dried secretions. Here's the backstory. Linda doesn't like to shower, and she's been pretty clear with me from day one about this. I love that about her. She was open and honest. I did notice the smell of onions when she lifted her arms to give me a hug after we first met. We met online on a forum where we discussed the MTV show Catfish, of all things. I trusted Linda from day one. Our mutual experience of being catfished in the past brought us together. We began to chat more and we realized we lived only three hours away. Again, Linda was very clear before we began dating that she did not enjoy showering or bathing. A childhood fear of water. I think think she's had rabies for 25 years. She especially hates soapy water. It's become a real phobia of Linda's. When she wanted to bathe, she used wet wipes and deodorant. Look, I didn't mind. I wasn't really into showering and bathing myself. I'd shower once or twice a week to keep my mom happy, but in reality, it was a chore. Things are going to get real gross real quick, so you might want to fast forward a few minutes if you don't want to hear smegma erotica. (laughs) Linda and I quickly became a couple, and in 2016, we were married. Our life together developed into mutual loves, and so did our sex life. We both enjoy to watch each other harvest our own cheese. That's making me gag. Linda really enjoys the crumbling sensation (laughs) between her legs as we make love. She opens her legs and her pussy up, and I can see a work of art. A real Parmesan Picasso. All right. uh, Yeah, so she opens up her legs and her pussy up, and I can see a work of art. Both of our bodily buildups coming together to form a cheesy gathering. During the pandemic, Linda left her job as a cook for a local retirement village. The new rules with the pandemic was far too demanding, and Linda got stressed with the constant and consistent hand-washing. It was a total bummer. My wife was returning home teary-eyed each evening, so Linda got a new job from home. With my wife now working from home, she could do the same hours as me. I work for customer service via telecommunications. We're getting backstory that I don't care about here. Now, for the the main point of this post, Linda challenged me to a cheese contest. The most we can go without cleaning up the cheese. And guess what? I won! Because Linda got a painful UTI on day 27. One more reason it sucks to be a woman. You can't properly harvest cheese for long periods of time. Why does he say harvest and not aged? That's what it is. It's aged cheese. All right, uh, I lasted to day 48, very proud of that, and got really dry and shriveled down there, but it was so worth it. The best thing is, Linda's dad brought us fresh cheese from the farmer's market, and I decided to thrust my penis into it a few times, and, you know, 
add some extra flavors. The smell in our home may be like a cheese factory, but the heart is there and the love. We got each other sharing the Let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, and fucked up news right now. If you are not yet a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Step right up, my friends. Become a true and honorable freak today. When you do, you will gain access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this show, believe it or not, since December 2004. There are thousands and thousands of past shows. More importantly, when you sign up for the Sideshow, you gain access to new exclusive programs that we do every week, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. This week was no different. Again, the website to support the show. And remember, this is my full-time job, believe it or not. Reading smegma-based sex stories. It's a living website is superfreaksideshow.com all major credit cards and paypal accepted memberships are very inexpensive only six dollars and 99 cents a month even less when you opt for a quarterly semi-annual yearly or lifetime membership check it out superfreaksideshow.com we do have a patreon account as well that's for people who just sort of want to support the show maybe you can't afford a full bloom sideshow membership or you're already Sideshow members and you would like to support DV even further, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first at the end of each and every program. Again, patreon.com slash distortedview. Thank you to all my patrons and, of course, Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, there are a lot of reasons to be upset with the food that is served at Burger King. Cold fries, weird tasting hamburgers. Everything, for some reason, is wet. They put so much sauce and stuff on the burgers. It's, it's, a, it's a dripping mess. Onion rings that give you heartburn. Onion rings that give you the shits. The list goes on and on. One woman, though, was angry over the thickness of the tomato that was on her burger. She was so upset, it caused her to hurl racial slurs at the employees. A 77-year-old Florida woman, say it with me. Florida is the most fucked up state. And here's another example of that. Yes, a 77-year-old Florida woman faces a felony battery charge after police say she threw a burger at a Burger King employee before calling her several racial slurs. Judith Ann Black was not satisfied with her Whopper, so she yelled at an employee at a Burger King restaurant in Wildwood, Florida. The employee told Black that she could help her if she would just stop yelling and then turned around. Well, when the employee turned around, that's when Black jumped into action and chucked her whopper at the employee, hitting her in the back just below the neck, right above the crack, before directing several racial slurs and other profanities against the employee, who is Black, which is funny because they capitalize Black as if it's the woman's last name, but this is like the color Black. For some reason, when I say that, it, it sounds racist. That employee's color was Black. You know what I meant. The the woman's last name is Black. But then the employee who was hit by the burger, she she was Black, a Black woman. Judith Black and her husband then left the restaurant and drove away, 
Witnesses took down the license plate number of the truck in which Black was leaving. Police were able to track her down and arrest her. I'm staring at her mugshot right now. I will make it uh, chapter artwork. So if you're using a podcast app that can see chapter artwork, uh, you can feast your eyes on this bitch. Police say that Black was read her Miranda rights and she agreed to speak with them about the incident. Post Miranda, she stated that she was upset about the thickness of the tomato on her sandwich. She confronted the victim at the counter and she stated that she was angry that the victim wasn't fixing the issue. So she had the burger in her hand and, quote, tossed it at her. Black also admitted to using racial slurs. Because she used the slurs, Black is now facing a felony charge of evidencing prejudice while committing an offense. So I've got the full arrest report here, which includes the slurs. She called her a stupid black bitch and a black N-word, as well as stating, fuck you, black N-words. Again, this is all because her tomatoes weren't thick enough. She seems like a reasonable old broad. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. A shocked tanning salon customer found a dead woman in one of the beds, apparently after she was in there for like two hours. She grilled herself. The client made the grim discovery of the 50-year-old woman in one of the tanning cubicles at the salon in Deutsch Kaltenbrunn or something, a town in the district of Jonersdorf in Bergenland. I'm sure I butchered every single one of those words. The woman had gone to the fully automatic tanning salon. Look, does it lock you in or something? For a session at around 2.30 p.m., she was found dead at 4.45 p.m. We're assuming it's her. I mean, all that remained was pretty much a charcoal briquette. A, a charcoal briquette with eyes. The alarmed customer who found the body had become suspicious, as the cubicle said it was in use, but no noise could be heard, just sizzling. After calling out to the woman, they managed to open the door with a coin and found the lifeless body of the woman. Emergency services rushed to the scene, but the woman could not be saved. She looks great, though. I hope it's an open casket. Beautiful tan on her. During the autopsy, cops said there was no evidence of foul play, and an, uh, an inspection of the salon found there were no faults with the sunbeds. We express our deepest condolences to the relatives. My theory is that this is just one of those women who are addicted to tanning beds, and she just kept putting more time on the bed, right? So she's like, ah, fuck it. I'll just stay in here for another hour and a half. She cranked it up, fell asleep and then like suffered from heat exhaustion or sunstroke or something. The results of a toxicology study are pending. You know, speaking of women addicted to tan, remember Tan Mom? She's back with a new music video. Dear God, help us all. I don't think it's premiered quite yet. It's coming soon, but uh, I have a little clip to whet your appetite. Glossy. Come on, come on, come on. I was dead on the floor. Can't you understand? I can't take any more. Stick me with a needle. Stick, stick me with a needle. I think this is all about her near-death experience. You know, she's singing about how she was in a coma. The needle. Stick, stick me with a needle. Stick, stick me with your needles and your pins. All I do is I'm not going to win. <laughs> With that part, Tan Mom is not singing. 
That's her uh, gay collaborator. This is a pretty long clip. It's uh, long enough for me to realize I don't want to hear any more of it. Yeah, the song is called Glossy, and apparently it chronicles her near-death experience in 2019. The lyrics are, coma, 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 I was dead on the floor. Which actually, if sung properly, could sound kind of cool. Although, I don't know if releasing a song with lyrics like, no more needles, is um, appropriate at this time, right? When we're trying to get everyone vaccinated. On the flip side, I don't think there's really anyone who listens to Tan Mom's advice. In fact, it's a safer bet to do the exact opposite of whatever Tan Mom says. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. We've been talking about this for a while now because it's affecting my life. The cicadas are out and about, buzzing around, flying around, making lots of noise. We've read stories about uh, people cooking up cicadas, a weird uh, fungal infection that makes their asses fall off. They're very interesting creatures. Also, they're pissing on everyone. Literally, they urinate all over people, apparently. That's what this final story is about. Cicada pee. They urinate a lot, especially during warm days. When thousands of cicadas are perched overhead on tree branches, their piss falls to the ground like a gentle rain shower. The ground is also where uh, we are at as human beings. So yeah, we're getting pissed on a lot. Their pee is like watery tree sap. Great. Nice and sticky. It's wise to wear a hat while walking in the woods this month, but it's harmless, just like the cicadas that squirt it out. It feels like when a rain just starts and you get a small drop or two and you say, huh, is it starting to rain? That's according to Paul's, uh, Paula Shrewsbury, a professor of entomology at the University of Maryland. Uh, instead, now you say, is that cicada pee? So little specks of wet, it never gets any stronger than that. Why do cicadas pee so frequently, though? Well, as adults, cicadas are active on the hottest days because they can tap into the diluted, watery xylem fluid of trees. That's according to Daniel Gruner. Uh, he's also from the entomology department. Evaporation of moisture cools their bodies by as much as 5 to 10 degrees, just as human sweat and dogs pant, but an excess of fluids force them to pee liberally. Thus, cicadas ingest tree fluids more for cooling than nutrition, and then they gotta pee it all out, and relatively quickly. While cicadas that are out right now pee in sprinkles, <laughs> I love that people are researching the, the piss of cicadas, other species of cicadas really make it rain. There are cicadas that uh, have free-flowing piss, some dribble. Oh, they're just fascinating insects. I cannot wait for them to go away. All right. Uh, no doubt you will want to carry a hat or carry an umbrella when venturing into their territory. That's according to the experts. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. I love to hear from you freaks, and there are so many ways to contact the program. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That spells out 206-OH-GOD. O-H-G-O-D. Use that number, call in, and eventually I will get around to your voicemails. Again, if you are patrons, uh, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will get your calls first. 
We're still a little behind on the voicemails. I think we're playing calls from March right now. Let's get into them right now. Tim and Bill, what it do? It's uh, Rob from Texas here. Hey, uh, I'm still catching up to the shows. It is March 2nd, and I am on January 11th show, so I'm getting pretty fucking close. Um, anyways, I am calling to tell you, y'all were talking about who the fuck uses uh, Sirius Satellite Radio or XM, whatever it is now. Um, old people, Tim. My dad, he uh, loves it because he can just put on, you know, there's the 80s on 8. And, yeah. You know, there's like two other stations. I that- mean, I get it. I get the appeal. People that are like, like radio stations or drive around a lot or don't want to, like, mess around with... Uh, setting up playlists and stuff he likes but he doesn't do the whole phone streaming thing a lot like he doesn't connect it to his car he's got a brand new car i mean he drives like a like a 2020 mercedes um but he actually pays for the serious because it's like radio like the old people they know radio the old people don't understand how to use like Android Auto or Apple CarPlay right. and, you know, whatever, and stream to your phone. Like, they, they just want... That is true, because, I mean, it, it, like, I was just saying, like, oh, yeah, people don't want to worry about playlists or whatever, but, like, on Spotify, you can just hit a mix, right? Uh, other people make the playlists. Get in the car and have a radio in the car, and Sirius XM gives you a lot more options than yeah. regular radio. Um, that's true. So yeah, that's basically... It's like a hundred channels on that thing, right? about it. It's the whole... They don't... I guess not completely on board with the idea of plugging your phone into your car and you know, and it works just like regular radio, so it's it's easy for like old people to understand, right? These are the channels I did, you know, and I press the up button and I go to the next channel. It's just like my radio. It's easy for them; they don't have to like launch different apps. You know, and your car and the phone work together. Yeah, I get it. Okay, well, thank you. Apparently, we were talking about. Sirius XM back in January. Hey, Tim. What's up? It's Davide. Uh, Hi, Davide. You were doing a show. I think it's March 1st. I don't know what day it is, second or third. But I saw that the uh, Twitter thing, well, I didn't see it on Twitter. I saw on something else that OCD was trending because people were outraged about OCD. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I've struggled with since I was like 13. I've learned to hide it really well sometimes. I can't. I take a bunch of meds and things for it. I saw that stuff and saw people being outraged and was like, what the fuck? Who who cares? Like, who right. cares if you make fun of The outrage was like a lot of people say as a joke, like, oh, my God, I'm so OCD. You know, I got to clean my house today. You know, they just sort of joke around about uh, OCD. Not They're not really OCD. And, and people that suffer from OCD are upset about that. Stuff like that. It's just another disorder. You're such an uptight cunt where you can't deal with anyone saying anything about something that might be going. You know, like when you run into something and you're like, oh, my God, I'm blind. How could I not have seen that? Do you think blind people get upset when they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. you're not really blind. I would appreciate it if you didn't say shit like that. I'm with you. And the people complaining probably don't even have it. They don't care. Just like, I'm right. outraged for someone. Like when you get. The, the people that are most outraged are people that don't even suffer from OCD. They just like to be outraged on other people's behalf. Little white girl. Because it universe. makes them feel so good about themselves for being a wonderful person. Caring. So bitching about, you know, how anyone else besides them is being disenfranchised. It's like, well. I can't help but want to ask you like so how does the how does your ocd manifest like if you weren't taking medication like what would you do like ocd like you know what i, I mean 
That's great, Noel. Did you have to, like, tap something a bunch of times, lock the door, and unlock the door five or six times? Here to help, but this has not much to do with you. So, yeah, it, it's not a big deal. Just make fun of what you want, you know? Thank it's you. great. Oh. oh, we make fun of depression and everything else. Yeah. You know? Anything goes, I say. Uh, thank you very much, Davide, for checking in. Call back with some OCD stories. What's up? This is Rocket from Texas. Uh, Robert from Texas got me on the It's 2002. Anywho, I heard your last show. And Uh-oh. about Mead's uh, monumental defender, I mean, offender. Oh, yes. Mead Skelton, the guy who uh, was defending the, uh, what, Stonewall Jackson statue that was coming down? Bruh. Of his heritage. Them time signatures on all of that shit was all over the fucking place. How is that consistent with his other shit? I mean, it, 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 bruh. The shit before this was, was miles better, and that's not saying much. Anyway, jagoo, Timmy boy. (laughs) I don't know what he was saying there. I don't know if he was unhappy with my coverage of Mead. Or if he was upset with Mead? Hey, Tim, you fucking idiot. That's me. Saturday is one end of the week. Sunday is the other end of the week. That's why we call it the weekend. Because there's two ends, and you put them together. No. No. I don't believe that. I I won't accept that. I don't like that some people think Sunday is the beginning of the week. No. He's saying, like, I'm thinking about this. I have never thought it. I've never thought about it like that before. I assume the weekend was two days. It's the end of the week, Saturday and Sunday. I lump those two together because you got the days off. It's the end of the week. You're relaxing. You don't have to go to work. And then on Monday, the new week starts because, uh, you know, that's that's when the week starts. This is blowing my mind. So you're saying that the weekend means that each day is a different end. The Sunday is the, the beginning part of the end. It's, it's the, the first end. And then, and then Saturday is the, uh, the last end. Oh, my God. I've got I've to think about this. You've blown my mind. All right. Uh, thank you for all the calls. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Julie. 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 Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I could not do it without you. If you are not yet a member of the Sideshow, superfreaksideshow.com. I will be back on Monday to do this all over again. Until then, Motherfucker. We'll see you next week. This 
has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.